2: Welcome to No Filler, I'm Quentin And I'm Travis And for this month's What You Heard, we're kicking things off with a brand new track from Jack White This song is called The White Raven A new
1: trophies come from painting Pieces. I brought to feast down the tainted pieces A wine machine gun, a wine machine gun Baby blue grenade, a shade of Kelly green machine
2: He never disappoints never does that was the first time i heard that song yeah jack white dude he's just so like he's such a unique presence in this realm of rock and roll yeah yeah and really one of the last true front men i feel like you know what i mean like yeah as far as somebody that is so uh, his his uh personality and his presence and his images like that in rock and roll. Like he's he might be the the latest example of like a, a guitar god almost. Um up there with like Page and and you know all the other gods. Jimmy Page is the only one that can come to mind right now, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> sure. Yeah, dude. You're right. Yeah, and and I remember last year and I think we actually had this not last year it was twenty twenty. One of our you know in our year end batch of episodes we had a best moments in music that we would play at the end of each one and i want to say we 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 played a clip from his appearance on it was either conan or uh, it was some late night show but he maybe actually it was snl it was it was saturday night live and i just remember this was like the first time you know they were starting to have live performances back in the studio again and it was just like oh yeah this is why live music is so amazing just watching him perform up there this is what we've been missing out on for the last, you know, couple of years. And yeah, he's one of the best guitar players of, of all time. And like one of the best performers and like his music always like just packs a punch, you know, and this little song right here, this was off his brand new record that just came out fear of the dawn. This is track number three. It's called the white Raven. And yeah, just there's like three different guitar tones that you're hearing. And, like, effect pedals and stuff that he... He, he just... He's so experimental with, with guitar sound. He's one of the... Probably the most, like, experimental guitar players ever. And, yeah, it's always a blast to listen to this guy. Yeah, he's got, like... Like, he can hear his fingerprint. Oh, yeah. In his version of, like, blue... Like, gritty, bluesy guitar. He has, like, an undeniable, like, signature sound. Just amazing. So, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for, for Fear of the Dawn... And I just noticed that Q Tip shows up so Tribe Called Quest, Q Tip shows up on a song called Heidi Ho. Yeah, that's one of the singles. I just thought that was cool because Jack White plays guitar on a Tribe Called Quest's latest record, which came out a few years 2016, back. Twenty sixteen, I think. We got it from here, yeah. So that's cool. He makes an appearance on there. Well yeah, there you go. So um if you haven't listened to it yet, of course it's you know, it's a ripper, you know. If, you, uh, if you're a fan of Jack White, if you're a fan of old white-striped stuff, it's kind of like required listening, right? Like, you got to listen to whatever he puts out. Totally. Uh, so, yeah, check out his new album, Fear of the Dawn. That song was called The White Raven. And, yeah, this is our What You Heard episode for April. If you're new to the show, basically, this is like a mixtape episode is kind of what we like to call it. Basically, this is our version of All Songs Considered on NPR. It's exactly that, dude. I don't know if we've ever made that comparison, but yeah. I've thought about it. Okay. And that's what this is. <laughs> so yeah, well, I, I bring five tracks. Quentin brings five tracks. The only rule is that it should be a song that we heard uh, between the last What You Heard and this one. So that's why it's called What You Heard because, you know, Quentin and I listen to music all the time. So here's what we've been listening to in the last month. Yeah. Here, here's what we've been playing and, and and can't stop playing. Here's a song that we really, really- really stood out to us and all the music that we listen to day in and day out like here are the five that like i've just been jamming on you know the last month so yeah dude i've got some some great tracks dude i've I've got a pretty good mix as well so all right well before we do that let's take a quick break this episode is sponsored by better help so trap i actually have used better help in the past and it was a really really great experience i loved my therapist He gave me a lot of great tools that I still use to this day. You know, without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy does work. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be, really. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and you would like some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever it is you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles And start feeling better, because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And we've got a special offer for No Filler listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash No Filler. That's BetterHelp.com slash No Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, Q, I don't think we could have planned this any better because my first pick that I'm bringing is very much related to Tribe Called Quest. So, Fife Dog, who, as we all know, passed away in 2016 of like complications with diabetes or something like that, Mm -hmm. he actually, uh, I guess... His, uh, I believe it was, his longtime DJ, Dion Liverpool, came out with a posthumous record of previously unfinished demos and a bunch of other stuff. I think last month is when it came out. But um yeah, so I've got a song from that record. It's called Forever. And yeah, it's just awesome to hear Fife Dog, you know, stuff that you've never heard from this guy, you know, from years you know going back years there's always something great about i guess melancholy or or bittersweet is probably the better word but like you know posthumous music it's like hearing them like they're alive again right because you're hearing this new music yeah and um sometimes the music is very like reflective of like you know it's kind of like you think about david bowie's uh what was it called black star or, or that song that, that he put out right before he died where it's like it, it was almost like he was talking to us from the grave with the lyrics that he was writing because he knew he was dying. So yeah, this album is one of those albums where it's like, the, man, there's even a, um, his mother is featured on one of the tracks where she's talking about him and like, wow, just like apparently she's a um, a very well-known, I, I think poet or something like that. Anyway, I'm not playing that song. Maybe I'll bring that for the our year-end episode. Uh, but you got to get the you have to have the Kleenexes nearby, you know, because it's very a, a very emotional song. I'm sure. But yeah. I'm gonna play a track that features a singer that goes by Lyric Jones. Uh, so here we go. This song is called "Residual Curiosities" by Fife Dog
0: people coming to your life for a reason season 17 years this he still got me cheesing 23rd birthday how could I not remember Gloomy foggy day 20th of November plane delays galore 3 hours at LaGuardia son take a shot now we went out to order we got a show in the Great Lakes scene Joe Louis Serena boy you gotta love the D 20,000 seat the home of the Red Wings show sold out gotta do the damn thing Reggie you know, Noble on the bill and daylight makes it insane Shahid Mohammed said better be in your a game so three one three represent, represent Detroit City, represent, represent Crowd, but much front in less than a sec. ATCQ, that's what I call respect. Yo,
1: so I've been.
2: Okay, I cut it short because I want to pick it up in in the the second part because there's a really, really fun kind of uh, endearing thing, like this really cool moment that happens later that I wanted to, to, to play. But what are your initial thoughts, Q? I mean, I love it, dude. Hard not to love it, right? Love it. And so do you know when these recordings actually occurred? There's really nothing... The I Can Find that talks about that. Because he, he references, he mentions De La Soul. Yeah. And, you know, and like, sure, they're still around, but, you know, like, they were all coming up together in the early 90s. I'm just wondering how, how old these recordings are. And I'm also wondering, like, these vocals that are featured in all these tracks, did they record and add their vocals in? With this release, you know, like is, is was that part of the original song or did they add? Yeah, well, like how, how complete were these songs in these recordings? Yeah, I well, wonder. here's something, here, here's a little something I can read that I think talks a little bit about this here. So before his death in March 22nd, 2016, Fife Dog had spent roughly a decade recording tracks for his second album, originally titled Songs in the Key of Fife, Volume 1. According to DJ Rasta Root, two-thirds of the album was recorded before he stepped in to complete it. Okay. For the final third of the album, he used a lot of blueprints and clues that Five Dog had left behind in the form of rap notebooks that detailed producers, featured guests, and liner notes that he wanted for the album. So it's possible that some of these songs had, had been recorded in the decade prior to his death. So going back to 2006, you know, possibly. But... Um, but yeah, it, it's a great it's a great record to, to to just pull up and hit play. If you're a fan of Tribe Call Quest and, and you know the kind of stuff that, that they did, the kind of stuff that Five Dog did, you know, it's just it's really uh a, a special record, right, to listen to. Yeah. All right, well, that's my first pick Q. But you got clip two? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right, that's right. Okay. Let me <laughs> let me yeah, okay. There's something really funny. Funny, clever, just kind of special that happens so i'm gonna i'm gonna pick it up again and we'll, we'll hear hear what i'm talking about here so here you go again this is residual curiosities by five dog After all
0: these years with for two or a few weeks, we stayed in contact, made a few calls, but Shorty didn't chirp back. Had a show at Sax State, ran into her sister, gave her a hug on her cheek, I kissed her. What's good with Twin? Called her but no call back. Said well, need a passed Christmas Eve, fucking carjack. I stood frozen, still consoled her sister. Damn what I do just to kiss her. I said a nigga stood frozen, still console her sister. Damn what I do just to kiss her. Just a kiss. So I've
1: been curious about the.
2: That was great. I love that moment. <laughs> yeah. Just shows you kind of how playful the guy was, right? Yeah, and how fun they're how much fun they were having in the studio. Exactly. So, you know, he starts singing her part basically and she's like, you know what, let, let me let me take over from here. Let me do this professional. Yeah. Let's the let, let the professional take over here. And then she, you know, he's, she's kind of laughing and then she starts it's just it's great. Anyway, there's little moments like that throughout the record, you know, like little little things like that. There's also like this um You'll you'll have to hear it to to know what I'm talking about. There's there's little nuggets like that that really kind of show you just how this guy enjoyed life. There are songs on this record about uh, you know he's rapping about taking care of his family members and finding peace and and stuff in in domestic life. Yeah, it takes on a whole different meaning listening to it after his death. Exactly. All right. Well, anyway, check that record out. It's brand new. It's called Forever. It's a collection of a bunch of previously released five dog stuff so anyway all right q what you got for your first pick all right so this is a group called rain parade they were uh active from 81 to 86 roughly and i'm gonna read this right up here uh Trevor, have you ever heard of the paisley underground no i don't think so all right paisley like the like the bandana like print. the pattern yeah mm -hmm. So it says here, in the early 80s, it wasn't fashionable to look back to the psychedelic sounds of the 60s for inspiration, but a small group of fellow travelers on the West Coast did just that. Dubbed the Paisley Underground, the groups took different elements of the era and updated them for the times. The Rain Parade were part of this small movement, and they were the most indebted to the mystical psych and hazy pop of the bygone era. So when it wasn't cool to sound like the psychedelic sounds of the 60s and 70s, these guys and a handful of other bands on the West Coast were doing it. Bringing it back early 80s. When it was all about the, the synth and the drum machine, they were like, no, no, no. We're still obsessing over the this, this psychedelic rock and we're going to drop some solid psych tunes on you. Cool, and uh, they have an album called emergency third rail power trip came out in 83 this song might be one of my favorite discoveries of this year so here we go this song and we got two clips to play this song is called kaleidoscope Yeah, really cool. And this is their first and only record? Uh, they had two records. Two records, okay. Their second one, Crashing Dream, came out in 85. You know, I always think it's interesting because we always talk about synth music in the, in the 80s, right? But the same year is when R.E.M.'s Murmur came out, right? Which was a whole new thing. A whole new thing, right, because this band is still, still making 60s psych. R.E.M. was taking bits of that plus this new alt rock thing that they were doing i guess that's what they were creating at the time but i mean that's what we call it now alt rock but RM is mixing that with with this newer kind of sound but yeah it's kind of it's always always cool to um because yeah you you know you're not going to hear about rain parade at least we didn't hear about them because no. they were going against the grain at the time yeah exactly I feel lucky that it that they popped up on some random playlist of mine cuz yeah they they seem to be pretty damn obscure and the whole album's great man like there's definitely a lot of like recycled sounds right of the 70s but this this song really stood out to me like I love the lyrics Yeah I did like that too using you know the imagery of a kaleidoscope using that as like a a metaphor for life dude I, I'm just going to read I'm going to read the whole song dude real quick and then we'll we'll play clip 2 But I love these lyrics, dude. Like a kaleidoscope, I turn and I'm turning. What I thought was gone is now returning. I wonder if it matters as the pattern shifts and shatters. Like a kaleidoscope, revolve and revolving. What I thought was there is now dissolving. I wonder if it matters as the pattern shifts and shatters. Like a kaleidoscope, I turn and I'm turning. What I thought I knew, I'm just now learning. I wonder if it matters as the pattern shifts and shatters. Such great lyrics. Yeah, my favorite line, dude. What I thought I knew, I'm just now learning. Ain't that the damn truth, dude? Always. That's life, man. But yeah, I just like the the imagery of a kaleidoscope is also very psychedelic, you know. And it, yeah, it works out really well for for what they're what he's singing about. All right, so clip two is basically just going to be this really great breakdown, like. Guitar solo that happens that I just love. So here we go, clip two from Kaleidoscope. Yeah, I mean I'm definitely interested to to hear the rest of that record. Yeah, it's it's great, man. Is it all pretty pretty mellow like that or do no, they No. Definitely not, but you know, it's it's in this vein for sure. True to the to, to the decade, I guess, the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, it is it's sound. cool to it's cool to hear like All right, here's what you know, a group of musicians like here's what psychedelic music Sounds like to them, having grown up listening to it, you know, and making music in the '80s. Like here's their take on psychedelic. Like, you know, it's it's like how um, grunge is making a comeback. You know, like Narrowhead. Like here, here's them doing what Narrowhead has done now with with grunge. It is great because just like these guys, and even like maybe Kevin Parker, Tame Impala stuff. When your years removed from it, like you're able to look at the entire body of grunge and like pull diff- different pieces of it you know and make it this new sound you know so that's kind of right exactly which is cool yeah so yeah check out uh emergency third rail power trip uh that's the album that this song kaleidoscope is featured on and again that was rain parade pass it to you what you've been hurting all right so i've actually been sitting on this one for a while it did not make the cut last month but I've still been listening to it. So this is what I've been hearing for two months now, Q. But I don't really know much about this particular artist, but I learned a little bit about this record that makes it kind of interesting. So uh, this is a UK electronic producer. His name is Rob Ellis, but he goes by the name Pinch. And... This record that he put out in 2020 called Reality Tunnels is his first album in 13 years. And this is sort of like a concept album, I guess, based on this um, concept called Reality Tunnels, which is the name of the record, that was put out in this book in 1983. There goes that year again, 1983. in this book called The Prometheus Rising by anton wilson and so it's essentially a, like a reality tunnel relates to an idea this kind of reminds me of the kaleidoscope stuff dude uh an idea on how we create our own perspective the subjective filter that we each apply to the world around us the things we perceive and what our consciousness deems worthy of attention i.e. what we see and hear is entirely relative to what we do not wow and so the way pitchfork sort of wraps this up is um That this is an LP meant to probe the various corners of his musical universe. What I thought I knew, I'm just now learning. Yeah, there you (laughs) go. But, you know, in a nutshell, this is like darker electronic techno kind of stuff. Cool. Which I know you like as much as I do, Q. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's just play the song. This is off of tinches 2020 release reality tunnels this song is called returnity you know it's like that trance hop yeah I should have mentioned that it helps to listen to it with the bass turned up if you have the ability to crank the bass up on your uh, whatever you're listening to this podcast on but um, yeah sometimes you just gotta you just gotta find a record like that like you said that just like you can just zone out and just like kind of get into a trance right sometimes you gotta do that and I, I always gravitate to this kind of electronic music for for that kind of stuff. And sometimes I am just in the mood for it, you know, and like this record kind of scratches that itch for me. Seems like it comes in waves for you. Like you'll get into it. Like yeah. At least once a year, you'll, you'll get back into it. Yeah. I go in waves like, uh, you know, metal and electronic. And then of course the mainstay is just like rock, nineties uh, rock basically, but like just the umbrella, you know, of rock. But, um, yeah, it, it definitely comes in waves and I had like a couple of days where I was just seeking this kind of stuff out and then I pulled this record back up and hit play and I was like, Man, this is uh this is good stuff. So anyway, this guy again, his name is Pinch, and he is a UK electronic musician. That record is called Reality Tunnels, and that song was called Returnity. So I'm gonna throw it back to you, Q. What do you got for us? All right. Trying to figure out where to go from here, dude. Um, All right. So this is a group that we have featured on the podcast before, and I didn't really dive into anything else from them. Uh, They appeared on the, I think it was the Obscure Shoegaze episode where I jumped into that shoegaze roadmap that we've referenced a few times on the pod and i remember towards the end of it like we you know we were kind of like running light on time so i just picked a random artist and played a song from the album that was featured on that roadmap the group is called nothing oh yeah Yeah, i'm familiar with them really good but i haven't checked out anything else from them have you i've sort of like listened to singles and stuff because they've been putting out stuff over the last few years yeah So they just dropped an album in 2020 called The Great Dismal. I was blown away by this album, dude. Blown away. Um, So we're going to play my favorite off the record. It is a single. And the title of the song is, I'd say, probably our generation's favorite politician. And, you know, he was our only hope. Mm. So here we go. This is a song off of Nothing's album from 2020, The Great Dismal. The song is called Bernie Sanders. So where were they on the map of the roadmap of shoegaze? Do you remember? Because like they're kind of like dream poppy with a little bit of not doom gaze, but like the guitar tone is fuzzier for sure than your traditional shoegaze. It's heavy, man. It's heavy. This album is, is very heavy. But his vocals, obviously very soft. Yeah. Dream poppy. Do I still have it, man? I don't know if I still have that roadmap. I don't know if I'll ever find it again, dude. Didn't we tweet it out or something? I think so. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was up towards the right corner at the top, which was more like leaning towards the doom gaze. Yeah. Like the more, uh, I guess, grungy psychedelic side. Yeah. If it was like a quadrant, four quadrants or whatever, it would definitely be approaching the doom gaze. Because in the middle was My Bloody Valentine, Slow Dive, and I think Jesus Mary Chain. like they were in the center of the map, and then everything it spanned out from there and got, you know, more noisy and more metal and more just straight up like weird. <laughs> like yeah. the farther out you went, yeah, nothing was definitely like a little towards the uh, the more like heavy side of grunge. Her <laughs> of shoot. Well, here it is, Q. I found the map. Um, we did in fact tweet this out. Cool. So, um. Yeah, where are they on here? Keep going up, man. I think it, I think there it is. See up top. Here it is. Yeah, guilty of everything. So it's going up from loveless. It's on the heavier, like you said, heavier side of shoegaze, but not where it's something doom gazy. It's not. I guess it's not the the top top of like the heavier side. Right. It's not the far corner of the heavier side, which would be more doom gaze stuff. But um, yeah, we've we've touched on a lot of. Since we did that episode, we've touched on a lot of bands on this map. Yeah, I'm looking at Pale Plans to Chapter House is coming up. If you go back up to the top right, you can see Lush is featured in the little box there. Yep, we should almost just scrap this whole podcast and do a <laughs> do a Shoegaze podcast. But anyway, that's kind of what this is. Um, yeah, great, great stuff. And yeah, if you're if you're out there and you're kind of like us and you're really Trying to deep dive into shoegaze and whatnot, listen to "Guilty of Everything" by Nothing. That record in particular is one of the the records that you hear mentioned all the time in like shoegaze subreddits and stuff. Again, this is from their latest record, the Great Dismal, that came out in twenty twenty. So yeah, man, cue this album up as well. It's fantastic. So all right, pass it back to you, man. What you got? I've got the perfect segue you from that record um so we talked about the sort of grunge resurgence that's happening right now and i've got another band that sort of falls under that umbrella so these guys are called trauma ray and i learned just now that they are from fort worth texas which is cool narrowhead is from houston so seems like texas is kind of leading the charge here on this uh, grunge resurgence stuff cool but anyway, um, they've put out a few EPs. Uh, they just put out a new song uh, a couple weeks ago called Liftoff, and that's what kind of brought me to them because somebody on the shoegaze subreddit posted uh, a link to this track. Um, but as you'll see from at least this song that I'm bringing, this is less shoegaze and more, to me, kind of a grunge throwback. This might be my favorite song, one of my favorite songs that I've, heard recently like it's just on constant repeat so here we go this song is called new haven by trauma ray Fantastic. It's great, love it. Nothing to to. That's to, it. I like it. But yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, What's what more is there to say? Like, yeah. it's it's perfect. It's a it's a perfect rendition of of that sound. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, I think we probably had similar conversations about this every time I brought a Narrowhead song. Yeah, over the last couple of years, but it's like, it's just you know, you always think about like you you call, you call them like oh, they're a throwback or, oh, you know, it's a resurgence. But, like, in the same way that Shoegaze has been going on ever since the late 80s, this is just another grunge band, if you want to put it that way. Or right. Not even grunge, really. Um, but just that 90s, that very distinct 90s alt-rock sound, they're just picking it up again, you know? And I think it, it, there's got to be something to be said about some of these new, younger bands returning to this sound, like it's encouraging, you know, because i love this decade of rock. i feel like it's the last good decade for rock music and it's great to hear that the four-piece rock band that's making rock harder, heavier rock is 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 not dead, you know, it's coming back, right? i think a lot of people probably thought that it was dead. Yeah. 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 For a while. Do you look at this on the on the Bandcamp page for this record? If you like this, you're like, look at the first one. Nothing. The great The dismal. record that you just played a song <laughs> from. Um, anyway, there is a genre that this is gets looped, uh, lumped under. Same with narrowhead. It's called new gaze. So there you go. New gaze is, a, is, I guess, newer shoegaze, right? The next generation. Space rock is another term that we talk about for hum. Uh, they have this label on them, or at least that's the label they chose for themselves mm-hmm. on their Bandcamp page. Anyway, just a great song, and I will definitely be on the lookout for... My guess is they're putting on a new record this year, because they just released a single. Um, but if you like that, uh, their single that they put out, I think last week, it's called Liftoff. And you can hear their their sound is getting a little bit more refined. Um, but yeah, more of the same, more of that grunge throwback. Awesome. So anyway, that, that band is called Trauma Ray. That song was called New Haven. Off their their self-titled EP called Trauma Ray. So anyway, I will throw it back to you, Q. What you got for us? Alright, man. This is this might be my new favorite group that I'm like really, really excited to hear more from. They haven't been around for too long. It's a group called Mama. It is Allegra Weingarten and Eda Friedman. Man, dude, they drop some of the tastiest guitar riffs, and just the catchiest pop punk alternative rock kind of music that I've heard in a while, dude. And this song is an earworm if I've ever heard one. And I love the lyrics. It's just a classic love song, really. It's so great, dude. I'm, I'm excited to share it with you because I know you're going to love it. I think all of our listeners are going to love it. So here we go. This is, again, a group called Mama. This song is called Medicine. Within like two seconds, like you're already hooked, you know. Yeah, dude, and love it. I mean, I'm gonna say that that's this is also a a a, a throwback to the '90s sound. I mean, really, and like this is like you know uh, the Breeders or something, you know, some of those '90s female-led rock bands and that more like light alt rock sound. The '90s is coming back in a lot of ways beyond just musical sound, but like I'm looking at the record art. And, you know, there's a picture of like a 90s station wagon on the cover of this record. Yeah. You know, like 90s aesthetically is also like just coming back. And and it's weird to think about, but like when you and I were growing up, there was probably a, you know, vintage was the 80s, 70s and 80s, you know, vintage now is 90s. And so a lot of Generation Z, uh, I believe, is the current generation of youngsters you know, I think are probably looking back at the nineties and what a different decade from the one that they're currently living through. And so there's, it feels like there's a lot of like nostalgia for the nineties, even for people who didn't even live through it. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of, you know, what's behind the, the nineties, um, resurgence right now, just in general, I don't even want to question it, dude. I'm just glad that it's happening. Me neither. I'm happy, dude. I'm here for it. <laughs> and that, yeah, I feel, you know, I think we've said this a lot recently in this decade and in the 2020 decade uh whatever you want to say about everything else that's happened in these last like two years like it's a good time for music right now for rock i think definitely rock is coming back in in a lot of good ways so that song madison is gonna be so that's a single and it's it will be featured on their album called household name that's dropping july 1st awesome uh they have another full-length album called two of me that came out in 2020 that i really love dude it's like you know how catchy that song was yeah all these songs on this on this album are just as catchy so they're just they're riff machines dude yeah yeah, really really great musicians and i love yeah their songwriting's great yeah i'm ready for more of it dude i can't wait until july 1st dude i'm sure we're gonna be dropping a track from that album on our what you heard for july yeah awesome so all right man Again, that was Mama and the song was called Medicine. So I'll pass it back to you, brother. What else you been hurting? All right. Well I'm gonna do a one eighty on us here. Um but this dude, this song is awesome. First of all, I get to talk about um this really cool horror movie that I watched on Shudder. So if you're a fan of horror movies like me, you probably have a subscription to Shudder. It's the it's it's like Netflix, but but for horror fans, right? It's a Shutter, it's a horror movie streaming service, basically, right? So they have a lot of exclusive content that you know you can only watch on Shutter, and they just put out this this uh, movie, or at least they just uh, made it available. To, it's actually been out for a while, but it's called The Spine of Night, and what made it so cool is it's an animated horror movie. That's rare. Done in uh like sh- cell shading in the way that like old Disney movies used to be animated. So it, it kind of feels like you're watching a like a, a cartoon from like the seventies or something like that. The art style is incredible. I love that um, kind of stuff. So yeah, if you look up uh Spine the Spine of Night, uh you can kind of read about the the movie. The movie was its own thing. It, it was just really enjoyable to watch. I, uh, you know, the story was cool, the visuals were cool, um, but that's not what I am talking about here. Obviously, uh, the creators of the show released a Spotify playlist called "Doom and Thunder," music that inspired the spine of the night. And so, uh, obviously, I shuffled it right, and this song came up by this guy named Mort Garson. Who? Q, I think oh, I, you, dude, I know. Yeah, he's a very he's a, like a pioneering yeah electronic synth composer, right? He did that uh, album like Plantasia, like, yeah, like song songs for your plants or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I love his sound. Well, he came out with a record in 1975 under the name Ataraxia. and the name of this record is called "The Unexplained," and the subtitle is. Electronic musical impressions of the occult. And so it explores tarot and astral projection, seances. Did that album art is gnarly. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And uh, all these other things with, you know, his signature moog synthesizer sound. I mean he's up there with um Wendy Wendy Carlos, yeah. So keep in mind this came out in nineteen seventy five, and uh this song I'm gonna play for you is awesome dude it's great but um so anyway i was gonna save this for our halloween episode but i found something even better to do for a halloween episode that i'm sitting on but anyway here we go so this song is called deja vu by mart garson uh on the 1975 record the unexplained It's great right wow 1975. 1975. it's great man, but yeah you can you can hear the influence of that on things like stranger things right black moth super rainbow yeah tobacco totally totally yeah, but I was yeah, but as far as like um yeah that that classic the moog synthesizer sound right it's just but this was like ahead he was ahead of his time, dude like the the, yeah, pioneer, the structure man. of the song the the drums like the the decision to go that route for the for the drums, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't. It wasn't the stereotypical kind of synth-heavy electronic stuff that you were hearing in the '70s. As far as like the drum the drum beat is what blew me away when it came in. It's like that totally made it's made it sound completely modern. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And, and you know, honestly, what it makes me want to do is just dive into this like a rabbit hole of this kind of stuff. You know, 70s synth, that was had a little bit of a darker twinge to it, right? But like yeah. that's, yeah, I was blown away by that when I heard it. But yeah, anyway, that's the vibe of that movie, by the way, like 70s kind of like, you know, occult type stuff. The music was inspired by that kind of stuff as well. So uh, there are other ways to watch that film besides having a, a subscription to Shutter. But again, it's called The Spine of Night, the horror film. By the way, it features uh, the only name I recognize, but Patton Oswalt voices one of the characters on the cartoon. Oh, uh, cool. Which is, you know, he, he has a perfect character that they picked for him. But anyway, um, so yeah, that song was called Deja Vu off of Mort Garson, who was going by the name of Ataraxia for this release. His 1975 record called The Unexplained Electronic Musical Impressions of the Occult. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you for your last pick. No, not my last This is not your last pick. You got a couple more, dude. All right, what you got? All right, so uh, I have to give a shout-out to the Shoegaze subreddit once again. Um, I, You and I both discover a lot of great artists through the members of that subreddit for sure. Like once a week, probably, I'll, I'll discover a new band from someone on there. And... Um, I don't remember what the post was exactly, but it was, you know, what are some underrated Shoegaze albums? Classic question to ask, you know, and there's always going to be tons of great responses and and posts like that. And this group is called Should. Have you ever heard of them, Jeff? Probably not. I don't think so. Well, they're from Austin, Texas. It's a Shoegaze dream pop group formed in the early 90s by brothers Mark and Eric Ostermeyer, and Tanya Mouse, So it was a trio for the longest time. They're still making music, I believe, to this day, um, minus Eric. So Mark and Tanya are still making music as should. Their first full-length album came out in 98. It's called Feed Like Fishes. A lot of it is that, you know, kind of what you'd expect for early 90s uh, shoegaze. You know, very fuzzy on the guitar, but then there's, there's moments in, in all of their music that are just totally different and really cool for, for the time that it came out. So I'm going to play a song from, uh, again, this album called Feed Like Fishes. And this is going to be kind of a lengthy clip, but I really like uh, just kind of the subtle ways that the song progresses. This is, again, a shoegaze group called Should. This song is called Mim Drive. I love that spoken word thing at the end. It reminded me of Drop 19's last week. Yeah, right. I thought so too. I like it when bands do that. Um, I feel like when it's done right, like it makes the song so much more like personal, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, it's usually something sort of, I don't know, it's like you're hearing their thoughts. It becomes more like, you know, like you're hearing the struggles or like the inner the inner thoughts of, you know, the singer of, of the, the subject of the song or whatever, you know, whoever's perspective you're supposed to hear from the, from the song, you know? it Yeah. It does always feel very like train of thought. Yeah. But I think it, it makes it feel like you're, you know, somehow you're able to connect more with the, the storyteller, you know? Yeah. I love the drum beat too. How they, yeah. I liked it a was lot. was very simple, but like they, it would transition to something slightly different and turn to slightly different beat throughout the song. And so since they've regrouped as just a duo with just Mark and Tanya, they have since started to do much more dream poppy in like a letting up despite great faults kind of way. So, you know, much more easing up on the distortion, you know, but very, really great dream pop. So their last album was released in 2014. I don't know if they're still doing it, you know, because that was a while ago. But yeah, really good stuff. Lots of great music from this group. Uh, I like their album from 2011, Like a Fire Without Sound, which is their first album that they released when they got back together as a duo. But yeah, this record, Feed Like Fishes, is really, really good. Again, the group is called Should, and moving on to your last song, Trav. All right, well, I'm actually going to play some uh, Doom Gaze for us, Q. Awesome. Well, I shouldn't say Doom Gaze. It's more just Doom Metal. Um, Yeah, it's more Doom Metal. But anyway... It's um yeah, so as we've we've talked about this particular genre of metal before but basically it's black Sabbath was the 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 template for this slower sludgier kind of metal sound you know, especially on uh, their record master of reality I think came out in like 72 71 sorry but um, anyway, a lot of bands have sort of taken that sound and just ran with it and we talked about a band called Chemists who kind of get thrown under that uh, they don't like the term but they uh, they have that applied to them we talked about a band called Sleep which is a more well known doom metal band but um, yeah here's just another band under that umbrella this record really stood out to me so this is an example of of I think like the perfect idea of what like doom metal is slower paced metal you know perfect for sludgy yeah sludgy perfect for lighting up a jaq as as you <laughs> like to say uh do have i ever said that i don't know <laughs> uh but here we go this song is by a band did i did i mention the band yet no probably not no uh, this band it. is called elephant tree and this song is off of their self-titled record Came out in 2016, and this song is called Wither. it's just like right on the nose dude cuz it sounds almost like it's being played at a slower speed <laughs> yeah it really does like the way that the, that's it. like the drum beat and it sounds like everything's just being dragged along yeah that's the point of it too yeah like the slow uh bend of the guitar note and stuff like that tony iommi did that back in the back of the day early black sabbath stuff like that's you know again like just sort of like taking it and running with it right but like at the same time desert rock and stoner rock in general, sort of, is mixed up into doom metal a little bit. So there's like some Alice in Chains a little bit. If you if you really try hard enough, you can hear some Alice in Chains. If we want to throw back the '90s grunge into this again, uh, even like thematically with that song, like brushing off the dirt and stuff like that, it's kind of talking about lyrically. I think stuff that Lane Staley used to think of sing about for for some of the Alice in Chains stuff, the iconic stuff. But anyway, um. I've got a good. This is a good description of it here. This is a write-up in uh, Revolver magazine that says um, this group seamlessly blends desert-swept Caiesian, as in Caius, Caiesian stoner metal with the spacey alt rock of Smashing Pumpkins. Mm, Uh, So you know you're gonna have to hear, listen to a little bit more than just this song to hear some of that Smashing Pumpkins because uh, I didn't really pick up any on any of that on this song, but they've they've put out a pretty good selection of music. And I will say there's a song on this record called Aphotic Blues, or Apotic Blues, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, that has one of the best outros of any stoner song or, or doom metal song I've ever heard. So yeah, check out that song. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, these like I said, these guys have put out quite a bit of stuff. So Um, they have, I guess their latest full length release came out in 2020, but they have quite a bit of stuff underneath their name. So if you like that, check out Elephant Tree. Again, that song was called Wither. And yeah, I'm going to throw it at at UQ for the, the last pick here. What do you got? So this is a group called the Iron Curtain. Iron Curtain. The Iron Curtain, and there is a metal band that is also called the Iron Curtain because it's a great name for a metal band, but this is a group from the early 80s. So I'm going to read this right up on uh, this blog from a guy named Ted Mills from back in 2010. Uh, It says here, in the early 80s, a small genre of electronic music began to emerge, minimal, homemade rough and icy influenced by the cure joy division craftwork and Krautrock, the sounds were made on early model cheap portable synthesizers the lyrics took on alienation paranoia fear and the general landscape of post-war anxiety retrospectively called either minimal wave or cold wave the groups came from economically depressed cities like sheffield berlin brussels manchester and santa barbara question mark so this is a group from that uh subgenre that was emerging in the early 80s there's only one album on spotify that's easy to to stream of theirs it's a kind of a compilation record called desertion so it's music from 82 to 88 and i just want to play it dude i want to get your thoughts on it okay I don't know when this song came out. It came out somewhere between 82 and 88. Uh, But this is for sure my favorite on that compilation record. This song is called Love Can Never Die. Getting some very heavy, like David Byrne vibes. I was. There are very specific Talking Heads songs that kind of, they kind of sound like that. Yeah. Um. He definitely didn't have like quirkiness of David Byrne. Sure. In I like mean, the way that he who delivered else his does. Who does? I don't think right. anyone on this planet is like David Byrne. If you like squint, you can kind <laughs> of hear Talking Heads. Um. And like that more. You know, because it's a, it's a synth song, and it sounds a lot like other 80s synth stuff. Very rudimentary. But they are um, not that cliche to where it's like, it's forgettable or whatever. Like, this is right something that, like like you said, you said you were blown away by it. It's definitely... It just I wasn't expecting it, you know? Yeah. But that's... A, and that's the thing, dude, Going back to our kaleidoscope lyrics about, like, you know, just when you think you know something like you're you relearn it or whatever you're learning it again that seems to be the case with my like you know i feel like i have certain sounds just live in these boxes you know from decades or whatever these decade boxes and like anytime you hear a song like that song we played earlier uh, from 75 from mord garson where it just sounds so modern and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but it just tells you that you don't that we don't know but we just don't know um, <laughs> yeah. how, you know. We have things so like siloed or whatever. Sure. And like I'm constantly surprised by a by a song that came out in a decade that I that I wouldn't expect that sound to to come from all that the time, decade, right? all the time. Yeah. So it just p- tells me that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about as far as like i'm I'm always learning right and that's 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 the dream right <laughs> always hearing new things always learning that's what we love about music, yeah, yeah. you'll always be surprised by by something with music you know so. yeah and this uh this band is definitely one of those cases dude like there's some songs on here to me is straight up interpol moments like with you know like the vocals of Paul banks where it can be very like. Almost like what we heard here in that song, Love Can Never Die. And then on a dime, it'll just get kind of sporadic and, and you know, just intense. There's some moments of that in, in this music, which is really cool. Like he, he does a lot more. There's a lot more range in his vocals than just that that song that I played. Dude, speaking of Interpol, they're putting out some new music this year. That is great. Well, that's exciting to hear. Save that for our best of. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the struggle, dude. Do I, do I bring a brand new track to what you heard or do we wait all the way till December to hear it? Because sometimes it's worth the wait. Sometimes it is. But uh, anyway, so Interpol's putting out some new stuff this year, new record coming out. Awesome. And if, if you are lucky enough to be in a city that the tour is stopping in, Tycho and Interpol are touring together. Whoa. That's a show. Which is an interesting mashup. But that'll be cool. Yeah, I've never seen Interpol live, and I'm a, you know, turn on the bright lights is one of my all time favorite records. Same. So, but hey, man, for as much hate as Carlos D. gets, the bass player, he's not with Interpol anymore, and you know, right yeah. his bass lines, man, are what make that record so awesome. Anyway, well, let's wrap this up, brother. Yeah, this one's gonna be long. All right. Well, and we got some shout outs to do. That's right. Yeah. So you know, at the end of most episodes, we we put a uh, a plea out there for anybody to reach out to us on Instagram and, and tell us your thoughts, give us recommendations for music, and you know, we actually had two listeners reach out to us in the same week, in the and same in the same day, in the same day, which is crazy. It but, was a beautiful um, thing. Yeah. So a guy named Adam reached out to us on Instagram and. Uh, said he had listened to the Hum episode and recommended this band out of Chicago called Seam, which I had never heard of. I don't think you'd he ever heard of him either. But, um, man, there is a, a there was a trend. I think even Britt Daniel talked about this when he uh, came up with the name Spoon, that it was like kind of trendy to do these one-syllable band names back then. Yeah. you know. Uh, I think he was also influenced by can you know the band yes. Can right yep as far as why he came up with spoon but anyway um just another one syllable band name q Sassim. and um yeah he recommended this song called Berlitz as a as a good one to listen to yeah i listened to the to, to the record um to or at least to one of their records i listened to the problem with me came out in 93 definite similarities to um to hum with like very heavy guitar. Balanced with some like nice soft vocals. So it was a good good recommendation for uh, fans of Hum, for sure. But yeah, a great example of, again, just more of that you know different shade of grunge kind of stuff yeah. that was coming out in the early 90s that we just weren't aware of. Right, yeah. So he recommended a song called Berlitz off of their record, Are You Driving Me Crazy? So we will have that song outro us for this episode. Thank you, Adam, for reaching out to us. Um, that's what that's what we're hoping for is, is uh, you know, interaction with, with with the listeners. You know, make it more of a collaborative thing where you guys are kind of giving us bands to, to, to listen to, albums to check out. Yes. You might have your recommendation uh, be the outro in one of our episodes. Or in the case of this next listener who reached out to us, we're actually going to do a full episode on this band uh, thanks to her recommendation. So – marita reached out and said hey you guys should listen to swerve driver and do an episode on them and yeah i will admit that i haven't really listened too much to them but i know for a fact that this record mescal head came out in 1993 it's another one of those records that i see all the time on shoegaze uh recommendation lists right it was on that map queue that shoegaze map that we referenced yeah. uh, a couple times this episode—it was up there in the top right corner. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I listened to their first record and fell in love with it. So we might do it. We might do an episode on their first record, Rays, or we might do an episode on Mescal Head. But either way, we're doing an episode on Swerve Driver at some point, thanks to her recommendation. So yeah, shout out to to Marita for pointing us in their direction. But yeah, if if you're if you're out there and you're like, hey. I'm loving what you guys are talking about right now. Why don't you check out these guys, or have you heard of this band? You know, send us a message on Instagram. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Send us anything, <laughs> literally anything. Um, in the in the wide realm of music, you know, we'll give it a listen, and you know, we'll give you a shout out at the very least, and we might play it on a um, on an episode as an outro. Usually, our what you heard episodes the perfect opportunity for that because it's just a random collection of songs right yeah anyway you can find us on instagram just search no filler podcast we'll pop right up and uh you can also find us on the pantheon podcast network that's pantheonpodcast.com that's the home of many many great music-centered podcasts including ours um, and yeah that's it so thanks for listening this is our monthly mixtape that we like to call what you heard We will return next week with uh, some heavier uh, bands that fall under the um alt-rock umbrella of of 90s rock, more obscure 90s rock. Uh, This is going to be... I've said alt-metal before, but alt-metal, you know, you sometimes also think of corn when you think of alternative metal, and that's not the direction we're going. It's just heavier uh, alt-rock stuff that's not quite grunge, you know, but also not as light as like rem or lush even for that matter so heavier uh heavier side of grounds q i I do like that term but these bands are going to be a little bit more maybe punk metal oriented alternative rock bands so yeah i've got uh, three that are kind of lined up i'm excited man yeah i'm ready to be enlightened yeah so anyway this is when i take over q this is my wheelhouse but anyway, so yeah, we're going to keep this train rolling as far as um, more obscure 90s rock bands that that just weren't on our radar when we were growing up. So it's never too late. Nope. All right. And we're going to outro out with, again, recommendation from Adam. This is a song called Burlitz by the band Seam. And that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, as always, for listening. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. May take care.